0: Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Erin, and Ricky, who are following the WW Formerly Weight Watchers plan. I'm the Ricky part of the trio. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are, just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's podcast, happy second anniversary to Real WW Talk. We ladies discuss what our expectations for ourselves were when we first started this two years ago and the reality of what's happened over those two years to bring us where we are today. Ready? Let's talk.
1: How's it going? It's Real WW Talk, and I'm Erin. I'm Candice, and I'm Ricky. Listen, if you are new to Real WW Talk, first we want to welcome you here. We are so excited that you are a part of the conversation. But I do want to acknowledge those who have been with us from the very beginning because we just celebrated our two year anniversary. Hi.
2: Yeah, oh confetti.
1: I believe believe it. it. Oh my goodness! Isn't awesome. that crazy? We've been having these conversations for two years. What's changed? <laughs>
2: <laughs> monkeypox is take out COVID and start monkeypox.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. ladies! Congratulations! We've got over three hundred thousand downloads. That's wonderful, uh, and that's just. Unbelievable people listening to our the conversations all around the world, over four thousand people in the Real WW Talk Facebook community. uh, I know on Instagram and YouTube, and we just want you to know how much we appreciate that you're here. Um, These aren't just they're just not numbers to us. That Mm -hmm. every number is a person, and it's a person who is. Forging ahead on their journey, trying their hardest to, like we've talked about, undo things from the past and create a new future. And we're so excited that you um, want to join in on the journey with us. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thank, thank you. Me. And happy anniversary thank to us me. all.
2: I know. We need to celebrate <laughs> something.
1: We, right. Well, <laughs> I mean, think, about, think about how life has changed in the past two years. For all of us, yeah, right. I mean, all of us have been through some really significant things in the past two years. And I think that it is when WW talks about doing WW for life, it's not doing WW for life like I'm gonna be tied to this program forever, but it's the t- it's the tools and the resources that we need to be able to approach life in a I don't know, I guess an addiction-free way when it comes to food, right? We're we're able to put food in the box where it belongs and that's nourishment. So that when life goes upside down, we can not be overwhelmed by it or we've got really good tips and
2: resources to be able to manage our way through. Yeah, we've got a game plan. That's always, <laughs> that's how we get through this. That's how we, how, how we do it without going crazy. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. so thinking about, like when we started at this time last year, like what our expectation was then and what's the reality now? Mm -hmm. Like what? So I'll actually bring back to what's changed in those, in those two years, like two years ago, we probably expected to be in much different places than we are, but the reality is we're where we are. Who wants, who wants to tackle that first?
2: Well, I'll just say, I mean, <laughs> I, I expected to lose weight, but not in the manner, um, all the hills and valleys that it took to get to this point. Um, mm. I certainly didn't think cancer was a part of the equation, uh, but I've I've been trying to embrace, you know, all of the things that it took to get to this point, because it, like you said, it's I had this vision that I was going to be at goal by the end of the first year that we were filming Real WW Talk, and that I was going to show people how every single week I was losing the two pounds, even though I knew intellectually that that probably wasn't going to be the journey. That was the goal, and to see mm-hmm. how it's it's not been that, but that there's still been growth, has been kind of beautiful. Um, you know, to kind of have to embrace a new Candace mm-hmm. and a new way of of viewing myself. What's been some of the growth? Um, Realizing that I'm not in control, uh, that there's some things I do control and some things that I don't control um, Mm -hmm. has been because I'm a control freak. And so I really felt like I've always been trying to make things happen in my life. And now I'm at a place that's more accepting and moving along with things. Mm -hmm. And um, it's helped me with my weight loss. It's helped me with my exercise. It's helped me not be so rigid Mm -hmm. um, and just how I, I confront the world. Mm -hmm. So that'd be the biggest change for me is, is, is the control that I've let, let go of that life has forced me to let go of. And Mm -hmm. you can't control cancer. No, no. Like even with this, like, so as you know, for those who are watching maybe on our YouTube or on a Facebook group, I have on a scarf today and it's a really cute one. And I was showing them the picture on Amazon. It did not like, it was this Caucasian girl who's like touching her face <laughs> and looking over to the side while like she looked like she was on a cruise ship. And, and just, <laughs> I kind of doing that. But it's kind of cute and it matches my shirt. But you know, I I've been trying to cold cap to save my hair through this journey. I have 10 more rounds of chemo to go. And um, you know, my hair is still thinning. It's I still have hair, but it's not as full as it was. So having to embrace the fact that Sometimes you try things and sometimes it works and it may not work to the level that you want, but you can still find ways to be okay and happy. And I'm going to rock this little thing as much as I can. Um, That's Mm -hmm. very elegant. It really is. is. That's what we both said when
1: you came in and then you, then you, then you over explained everything instead of (laughs) receiving that you look fine.
2: But you know, when you have, and and that's probably a part of it too. So when you have an insecurity, uh, and and this cancer strips you away, strips away yeah. so much of like for, I think for me as a female, things that were um, tied to my identity, my hair, having to change the bosoms um, because there's going to be surgeries and things, <laughs> nails being different colors and stuff. It's, it's something that it's hard to sometimes accept, losing yeah. you know, eyebrows that you have to learn how to pencil back in. Um, those things are things that two years ago. I would have thought that there's no way that I would ever be able to, to do that and to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was fighting really hard to make sure that that would never, never happen once I did find out about the diagnosis. So mm-hmm. again, answering your question, that's something that I've had to learn I've, that, that has helped me be more fluid. Life has forced me to recognize and to accept that even with my weight loss, when I'm on steroids for this stuff, my weight goes up five ten can go up five almost ten pounds, I mean mm-hmm. overnight, and not from anything that I've done, so the mm-hmm. scale is no longer an indicator of my success um because mm-hmm. it'll go away, it goes away, but it's in this season it can't be it has to be tied to something that's mm-hmm. more sustainable, mm-hmm. something like mental health or like how I'm processing mm-hmm. so everything was about the scale earlier,
1: yeah. I, Candice, the things that I've seen in you that have changed over this two years is, are exactly those things of, of the, of the loosening up. I mean, especially through the cancer journey, especially, but the mental health work of the scale is not the be all end all we, we, you know, and even counting the points, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's important. If you want to lose weight, if you, you know, only track on the, the days that you want to lose weight, right?
2: Yeah. Only on those days, days.
1: just those days but even the loosening of the reins on those things and embracing nutrition embracing new things you've actually embraced a lot of new things new foods mm-hmm. and it's it's the open-handedness yeah. and when we when we are open-handed it's hard to be in, it's hard to control things when we're living open-handed because our our hands aren't
2: wrapped around yeah. things, right? There are things that, that come and go, like we talked about you yeah, know, an episode you or two ago. With, with an open hand and with a fluid mindset that kind of isn't mm-hmm. trying to control, um, I found that actually I'm getting, I'm gaining more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and ironically, from letting go of the rigidity of how I thought things were supposed to be, even with foods, like I don't like zucchini. No, mm-hmm. no I'm going to try it. Oh, I don't like tomatoes unless they're blended. Like that was very specific. It had to be a blended, like a pizza sauce. (laughs) (laughs) I won't try a cashew. I will not try a cashew. (laughs) And, and, you know, just saying, I'll try it. If I don't like it, then I don't have to have it again, but I'm going to just try that. So yeah, you know, it's been wonderful. And I'm really interested to know for you guys, how do you feel that you have changed?
0: Like Ricky? I can share. So I, for me, it hasn't been a big change on the scale, unfortunately, but it's been a challenge to realize the why and to, to do the work to realize why, you know, part of it is being a part of the same thing for a long time, not truly saying, oh, I've been a hundred percent invested in it for all these years, but why, why not? And it's gone back to self-worth and I've I've realized in the past year how much I overlook myself, how much I don't value self-care, how much I feel like I'm saying yes to myself, but really I'm saying no to a lot of things. I'm saying no to a healthy lifestyle. I'm saying no to truly following the plan. It, it's been a yes in the moment to to self-gratify or to give myself you know momentary i don't even want to call it happiness it might feel like happiness in that moment but so for me this year has been doing the work to to say i can, i have to get out of this place of not valuing myself because it's a cycle it's a circle mm-hmm. of I don't value myself. So I don't value what I put in my body. I stick to the routines. I don't break the habits that I need to break because I don't feel like I'm worth it. And because I don't feel like mm-hmm. I'm worth it, I don't feed myself. Well, <laughs> it goes back in that cycle. So it's, it's hard because once you, when you get to that place where you don't value yourself, it's, it's hard to, to just say, I'm going to start treating myself. Well, I'm going to start, you know, doing that because I, I don't think really, really long-term, I don't think like, hey, what is it going to be like when I'm 80? I, I've live for the moment right now and I don't want to do that anymore. And I think that's the turning point for me is saying, I don't want to do that anymore. And I've had to face some health things this year that I haven't had to face before, even though I have been at a heavier weight for a while. Um, So now I'm facing some food restrictions and things like that, which you think would make things easier in a way, but at the same time, if I'm still at that place where I'm not valuing myself, it's like, okay, tomorrow and, and, you know, tomorrow I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of the coffee completely or tomorrow I'll stop doing that. And so that's been the challenge for me is doing that work on valuing myself and making choices that are good for me in the, my, in the current moment and in the future.
2: Mm-hmm. And like you said, that's easier said than done. And and mm-hmm. I I think many people can relate to that. I can relate to, I can understand and empathize, especially with the feeling of, okay, well, I have to make these changes. I understand that, but I'll do it tomorrow. It's always the promise of tomorrow being someday that's magical and that's going to make mm-hmm. you, you're going to do everything right then. Mm-hmm. But it's putting off you know something from a place of not valuing yourself. I think that is Mm-hmm. Very well sa- stated, you know,
1: mm-hmm. and I think
2: that that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Ricky mm-hmm. and I, like, I
1: hear you, I hear you share that, and I think, like, the things that I think about when I think of Ricky, Ricky Kiki, as I will call you.
2: <laughs> oh, what happened? I liked this one.
1: They were like, "What are you about to share? What are you going to share?" <laughs> <laughs> like, no, call her Ricky, not Ricky Kiki. Okay. Oh my god.
0: Whatever it's done. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. And we can hey, technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just hanging on the edge of our seats. I there? know. Now, again, Ricky, what is <laughs> really dead?
2: Okay,
1: okay, it's really dead. Um, you have, you have the biggest heart yeah. of people that I know. You're one of the kindest people that I know. You believe the best in people. When I sit over here and I snark. And have smart comments. (laughs) Ricky has just, when I think of Ricky's heart, it feels like pink and glitter to me. (laughs) And it makes me sad when I hear Ricky treat everybody with pink and glitter instead of herself.
2: Mm.
1: And I love, I can hear, I can hear the hurt in you. I can hear that brokenness. And I'm glad that I hear it because it's when we become broken that we start to heal things and we allow that healing in. Mm-hmm. And that makes me so excited for you because we can tell you all day long what we see in you and what we love about you. And you need to hear those things from us because, as your friends, We'll, we will put those things in you until you believe them. Yeah. And yeah. the minute that you start believing them, and I know you're, I know that you believe them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's trusting them yeah. and trusting what we say is true, but only you can make that true Mm-hmm. um is that is when things start to unlock and you know we've been friends for a long 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 time and i've seen the, you know the ebb the ebb and flow of mm-hmm. it and uh you know we just we want those great things for yeah. you and sometimes sometimes things sometimes things come as cutbacks and sometimes good things come as setbacks and they 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 hurt yeah. um I think about I think about my basil plant. I love growing basil. It's about the only thing that I can really truly grow. But my basil plant as soon as it starts getting some shoots out of the ground, the first thing I do is I go prune it. I, I prune the little center and at first it looks like it it hurts the plant. but actually what it does is it it forces it to grow yeah. and you keep pruning and it keeps growing bigger wider and fuller. And sometimes we have to look at the things that come through our life as pruning,
2: mm-hmm. not
1: as the end of things, but it's the opportunity that something will bear more fruits.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes, it's a mindset. It's a mindset shift. Mm-hmm. So even right now with Ricky, like some of the, 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 cutback that you're feeling from, from the, from the illness, right. Mm-hmm that that is a pruning opportunity and in a way to even funnel you into some different choices that maybe you haven't been strong enough to make. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And right
1: now, if we, if you, when you work on them and you are working on them, mm-hmm. who knows that that door may open up again, but it may be the shaping, the pruning that you re- need right now. That's mm-hmm. the way I've looked at my, um, you know my gluten and dairy and all of that jazz, right? That's mm-hmm. actually helped funnel me to eating more whole foods mm-hmm. and more nutritional,
2: yeah, um, foods. But have you noticed that for all of us, like even the yeah. cancer, the can the, the things that are the toughest, whether you know sometimes are the things that kind of get us to where we need to be. And Ricky, one of the things I love about you being willing to show, you know, the emotion and stuff is that's indicative of you of you being willing to fight, mm-hmm. you know. Yes when yeah. you have no feeling about it and you're apathetic and mm-hmm. like well you know this is the way I am <laughs> right you know cuz people get there this is just yeah. who I am yeah. i'm not going to change i've tried for years and it just is what it is mm-hmm. and i know i know i'm like there i know what i need to do mm-hmm. and you have been making actionable steps mm-hmm. you've taken action steps you're walking in the middle of the day mm-hmm. when you said that you'd really didn't do that, you know, Mm -hmm. you're trying new things, you know, I think that when you're right, when you're so close, Mm -hmm. like this is the time to really dig in. So I'm just really, really excited to see
0: the way that you're willing to, 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 to really try to work through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've heard from so many people who've hit lifetime who have shared how challenging it is, but I think what we don't see is people who have been in a journey like mine where it's like which uh, you guys have been there but like I don't think we share it enough how it can take decades to truly get rid of this and to Mm -hmm. truly my identity has been around being overweight forever it's not an identity that I've wanted but I look back Mm -hmm. on photos of myself as a child and I've been an overweight I was overweight then my habits were rewarded with food. I know we had a whole conversation with that, but these aren't habits that I'm undoing just from part of my adulthood. And this isn't an identity that I'm changing just from, you know, overnight that I developed a couple years ago my identity has been around being a little chubby girl (laughs) and it's not something I've, I've, I've always dreamed of being skinny and wearing Hollister jeans and, you know, whatever it is, I've had those aspirations, but I've never realistically been a, a fit in a fit body. So for me, it's, changing the idea of what a fit body is. I don't need to, to be 110 pounds. I don't need to fit into the skinniest of skinny jeans, but I do want to be healthy and I want to be around for a long time. And you're, you're yeah. writing a story for yourself that doesn't
1: yet exist. And it's hard to believe that the story will exist when you, when you've never seen it. Exactly, And that's where, that's where faith comes in. Mm -hmm. That's where confidence in yourself comes in. And that's what you're working on right now is building Mm -hmm. that confidence in yourself that I can create a new story for myself, that this Mm -hmm. may be reaching all the way back into my childhood, that this is what I've always known, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that is what will always will be. Mm -hmm. And you're having the courage To confront that in your life and saying that this is no longer acceptable for me. Mm -hmm. This is the life that I want. And I'm going to work on shedding these things. What, what is to come in the future actually has nothing to do with your physical weight. Mm -hmm. It has everything to do with our mental weight. And that those are the things that we've been working on. That's what, those are the pieces that hold us back from becoming who we want want to be. And that's the
2: work that you're doing and have been doing over the yep. past. And, and I it. think it's okay to acknowledge the fear in that too, because it's yes. fear care if the unknown is, yes. is a real thing. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's a positive unknown that you're striving for. Mm-hmm. It is unknown. And we as human beings are creatures of habit mm-hmm. and we find comfort in the familiar And having to branch out even for a little bit, I think that's why we, Mm -hmm. when we do those habits, like we've talked about, we'll do it for a few days and then Mm -hmm. you run back to what you know, Mm -hmm. you know, even instinct, it's kind of subconscious to run back to just Mm -hmm. the way that we have been. Mm -hmm. And And I I don't think the fear is so
1: much about the unknown of what's in the future. I, because why would we want to run from, why would we want to run from good health is in the future? right? Think about all the positive things that are in the future, right? I think it may be the fear of letting go of what we've known. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think that that could be, there's, we're letting go of, we're letting go of, of comfort. We're Mm -hmm. letting go of what's known to Mm -hmm. step into something that is unknown, but Mm -hmm. we also
2: know will be good for us. But I think it's the Marion Williamson quote. You know, it's our light, not our darkness that scares us. Right? Mm-hmm. Who am I to be brilliant, fabulous, whatever? Who are you not right. to be? So I think there is, I, I hear you and I agree with you, Erin, that that is a piece of it, but I still feel so strongly that sometimes, even if it's a good thing, why wouldn't I want those things? Right. But mm-hmm. that is scary because with that can come what we've talked about before the expectation from others that you're going to perform at a certain level it's or that you're yep. going to do these things because yeah. you've got this piece together yeah. you
0: know, and, and just adding onto that one of my closest friends is um, she's a recovered alcoholic and I know Aaron you've shared about your coworker who talks about his you know former life with addiction and one of the things that people who have been addicts do is they change what's around them and there are ways that we can do that as food mm-hmm. addicts or as you know people who are trying to change our lifestyle to be more healthy but there's so many ways it's hard to do that with food I feel like there's you know it, it, you might completely disown someone because you used to do drugs with them or you used to drink with them and you're saying I'm not living that lifestyle anymore but you have to have eat ever it, known hey. anyone, yeah have you ever known anyone to say you used to Go to Cheesecake Factory with me. sorry, we can't be friends anymore. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> right. You might have to say, Let's go for a walk instead or whatever, but like there might be changes in friendships too, and mm-hmm. I think we don't acknowledge that enough that there's other things that you might need to let go of. I mean parts of relationships you might have to let go of because they're not you're not going in the same direction anymore, so and, true, Ricky oh, uh, mm-hmm. so true, yeah, I've I gosh. I remember when I first started
1: doing WW and you know, work lunches,
2: mm-hmm.
1: we'd go out and eat all the time. And it was, I need to decline going to this work lunch because mm-hmm. I'm not at a healthy place to be able to go here and choose differently.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and then, and then that started to kind of build a little bit of a wedge
2: because mm-hmm. uh, I'm the party it's pooper. Social. It's yes. a, there's a social aspect to it. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And see, mine was my my fear is also as much as I might have the bubbly personality and seem very extroverted when I'm really introverted. I'm an introverted extrovert. I know no one believes that, but it's true. (laughs) Um, But when sometimes with weight loss and with changes, there's a lot of attention and focus on you. Right. And that can be very uncomfortable when you're used to kind of blending in. You know, and kind of fading into the background. and you know, no one expects you to I don't want to say not shine because but when you are feeling better or looking better, people tend to want to comment on it. Mm-hmm. And that can be uncomfortable for for those who don't okay. really want that type of attention. It's like you do mm-hmm. want it, but you don't. Mm-hmm. And um you know, I just wanted to say that that also can kind of make you then want to revert back to behaviors that will keep you out of the spotlight. Mm-hmm um, even if they harm your health. And I think that's sometimes why we're people of faith. We feel, you know, God maybe gives us things that say, oh no, you're going to have to figure out how to get over that because you're going to have issues with, uh, gluten. I'm going to give you cancer. I'm going to let this happen so that you can push past that barrier. Um, because it doesn't really matter what other people say. It's not about others. Um, at the core of it, it is about our health and about longevity and about feeling good um, mm-hmm. and being able to really optimize our, our life yeah. and taking mm-hmm. it away from, from other people is a hard thing to do, especially when you're a people pleaser, mm-hmm. too. That's mm-hmm. another, when, when your life has been about others and mm-hmm. service to others and wanting others to feel a certain way about you. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like I said, Ricky, it's just so, I, I just, it just, it brings up so many emotions for me too. Cause mm-hmm. I just, I, the only thing that changed in my life was I was super scared of what it would mean if I didn't change mm-hmm. and the fear of not changing, um, became chemo brain. Help me say it better. Stronger, stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Than the fear of staying the same, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, well, Aaron, what about you? What are, what, what, how do you feel you have? Ooh, you know, first reality.
1: I, so expectations of mine, I, I expected that I would probably be down another 20 pounds from where I am now. Mm -hmm. Reality is I'm not, but the reality is though I've, I lost, I have lost all of my COVID weight and I'm, I'm at a comfortable weight for myself and I have to rest and not being comfortable because I do want to lose. I do want to lose more weight Weight not out of a I want to lose more weight, but a just for my general health and, and movement. Um, it, it's healthier for me. I want to get stronger. Um, it's less about losing the weight as it is more than it's less about losing the weight, it is more about being the healthiest version of myself mm-hmm. that I can be. Mm-hmm. And I would say back then, I was obsessed with number on the scale because I'm watching the scale climb but I'm not doing the work to make the scale go in the direction that I wanted. I would say that I was pretty hypocritical. I wanted to control the, the story and the narrative around it, but I wasn't doing the work. Mm-hmm. It was very inconsistent. And it's funny, I, I listened to part of our first episode that I sent you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and consistency was the thing for me. It was like, I need to be more consistent. And I could say it every single week, but I didn't do it. And I would say I'm now at the place where I wanted to be then, where I am consistent in, in my effort, in my food. Um, I'm much more, I'm much more in control of it without feeling like I need to be in control, if that makes sense sense like I gave mm-hmm. up control to be in control which sounds mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't sound like it makes sense kind of a thing
2: so you and I were on a parallel journey then. we were on a very <laughs> we very parallel we're very parallel we're, we're very similar Aaron I have a question for you so now that you mm-hmm. have lost the COVID weight and you're kind of feeling a little more comfortable obviously you said you still have goals do you find it more difficult to um, I want to say push to get to the next stage of Aaron, because you've had so much recent success, do you find that it's made you in any way possibly complacent or does it motivate
1: you? I would say that I'm comfortable and I don't know. I don't know with where I am comfortable right now, meaning for the first time in a long time, I'm not ashamed of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, for the first time in a long time, I'm not looking at myself and, and criticizing myself. And I like the way this feels. And I've often feel like when I start weight loss journey, or I start digging in for weight, it's because I'm criticizing myself. Mm-hmm. It's something that I don't like about myself. Therefore I'm changing it. And I think with my mentality right now, it's I'm comfortable. I like who I am. And as the, as I continue on my health journey of exercise and choosing the right nutritious foods, the weight will go the way that the weight's going to go naturally down. And I'm just, I don't want, instead of it being weight forward, weight is like the last thing on my mind because I'm about drinking the water. I'm about going for my walks Every day I'm about eating fresh fruits and vegetables and, you know, good proteins. And I'm, you know, eating desserts here and there, but I don't feel dominated by it in my brain anymore. And that Mm -hmm. to me is the place that I've been working. That's freedom. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's freedom in my, it's freedom in my head. And I will say atomic habits reading the book was super helpful Mm -hmm. for me getting, getting on the path towards that. There's something about The, the one quote in there that talked about when it comes to a presidential election, you don't have to be, have a hundred percent vote. You need 51% of the vote. And if you Mm -hmm. can do 51%, you you're on a winning, you're on a winning. So how can you do 51% and then some, Mm -hmm. and it's like, I'm casting this vote for myself for the future. Mm -hmm. And so what does that look like for me every single day? What does it look and and I will see here's another piece too that I've I've thought a lot about. I often feel buried. I will often mm-hmm. feel buried underneath of things. And realizing that I'm not, feeling like I am, doesn't mean that I am because feelings will lie to us. We've talked about that before. And that I I could literally can change my mindset and go, I'm not buried by this. I actually own this. And I'm going to own my actions here that have led to this space. I'm not going to beat myself up anymore about this. I'm going to take charge of where I am right now. And I'm going to move forward. Mm-hmm. The past is in the past and I'm going to move forward. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's something about being able to do that. That mm-hmm. feels very freeing. Like it is up to me to make that decision. No one
2: else can make that decision, but me. Yep. Yes. That's good. Yeah. I I definitely agree. I've had that that same kind of come to realization and there's something freeing about knowing that you, you are empowered to do that.
1: And I look at, I mean, I look at the, um, so many people in a real WW talk Facebook group, kind of where they are, the changes that they're making in their life, you know, the, the digging in and the success. And I, I look at myself and I'm like, okay, I'm 41, one, how did I get to be forty-one? Yeah, there's not people are listening to and going, "Oh, sweetie, forty-one, we know." But if I'm looking at fifty, like that would be like the next milestone. Like, who do I want to be when I'm fifty? I don't want to be dragging this around with me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. You know what I don't want to do is get to my fiftieth birthday and get on the scale mm-hmm. so that I can remember what I weighed on my fiftieth birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's how much weight has been part of my life. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want it to have that place in my world anymore. Like you're talking about with Ricky, like what we identify with, like weight has been with us since we were children. Yeah. And at some point I've got to undo that. And the only way that I'm going to start by undoing it is literally to start to not get on the scale on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So that I don't associate my weight with my birthday
2: anymore.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and for those who, who do, you know, there are some who are able to have their, uh, or their I know many people who are yeah. daily wearers and mm-hmm. it just doesn't affect them. They don't have, right. it doesn't, it it doesn't just have just it's just like brushing your teeth. It's just right. like, mm-hmm. it's and a point. whatever you need, I think what you're saying is I don't want it to be this, this literal mm-hmm. weight in yeah. my mm-hmm. mind. Yeah, and because just like you, my birthday's coming up, and I, it's sad that I can go back and remember that always it was like New Year's for me. This is going to yep. be this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make all the changes, and this is what I wait on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Instead of it being, this is just. It's my birthday and it's a beautiful day and it's not about how much I weigh. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to do the habits because they make me feel good. And that's what I hear you saying, Erin. Yep. It makes me feel good to walk. It makes me feel good to drink my water. It makes me feel good to eat fruits and vegetables. Those are the things that, you know, and more often than not I have, you know, I eat dessert sometimes and then sometimes I don't, mm-hmm. but it just is a part of my life. It's my yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. That's yeah. what we all, that's where we all should be striving yeah. to be.
1: I would say that's the reality all three of us are trying to create. We can have all the expectations in the world, but if we knock off the expectations to just drive towards the reality, we'll Mm -hmm. get to where we want to go. Amen, sister. 100%. (laughs) Ooh, guys, I love when we talk like this. This just fills my (laughs) bucket.
0: Can I say, just do a quick shout out to Dropping into Happiness podcast who gave us a shout out. Yes. Was really sweet of them. And it sounds like we, you know, they also shouted out Atomic Habits and we have some similarities there. And um, it's another great resource if you need to listen to some people who've been on a, this journey and. I've been around <laughs> the park a few times. Yes.
1: <laughs> I know, um, both of the women who host the podcast, they're also WW coaches and, um, I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal coaches. And so, um, uh, but, but Maggie
0: and Maggie
1: Rachel, and Rachel um, mm-hmm. so you can go look them up in your WW app so you can join into, to their meetings. This is something that they do away from WW, um, but so, but the cool thing is, is they've got a little bit of that expertise as coaches, yep. that they've got that little bit of authority that they can bring to it, even though they don't speak as WW coaches. And mm-hmm. then you have the three hot mess over here. They don't pay us. We just tell you what we think. <laughs> we just do We're, the real life of WW. We can be a little bit more unfiltered. Yeah. A little bit. We're all a lot. We're purely
2: unfiltered over <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> We're not getting anything. They took our Bravo stars. So <laughs> if anything, they take our wellness wins and our Bravo stars. Oh my
1: gosh. I haven't even talked to you guys. You guys did that last week when yes. I wasn't here. I'm not bitter. I don't care. Listen, I went and spent all of my wellness wins because I knew the only thing that was going to be left was going to be those daggone subscriptions. I, I spent 13,000 wellness wins. Whoa. What did you get? <laughs> I got the pocket knife. <laughs>
0: No surprise, no surprise. I got you, you don't need any- anything
2: else for your purse, okay?
0: <laughs> but this pocket knife has a tiny
1: pair of scissors on it. Oh, so that sounds amazing. It's amazing. So I'm going to keep that one at work. I'll keep that one there because you never know when you need a tiny pair of scissors. This is so adorable.
2: <laughs> uh, what else did I get? You know what I got? I got the thing that holds the charms. That um, It's a the, Weight the Watchers charm holder, the little keychain thing, because I only have 1500 left to spend. Aren't those free? I was That's like, you know what? Let's go ahead. Let's do it. <laughs> David's I like, you were my husband was so confused. He's like, what are you doing? I said, I have to spend them before they go away. <laughs> Right
1: now. I saw it and went, I got to get to the store right now because all, all these people could be snatching up all the good stuff. Yes. By the time I got in there, like they had already started snatching things up. I, I did get the a-
0: bags. I got the the, the, the ziplocky bags. Yes, yes. yep. I got a cookbook because I don't know why, two days before they announced it, I accidentally pressed the little gift box thing and I was like, oh, I forgot about Wellness Wins and I bought a cookbook. And then I had like 2,000 left and they announced it and I was like, well. What do I
1: do now? Well, I was waiting for them to put something new in there because it was basically wine glasses and subscriptions. And I'm like, I'm not doing a subscription because I know – I'm not gonna. I'm gonna forget to cancel it. So that's not happening. Yeah. And I don't need wine glasses. So and I'm not buying skin serums or whatever. So, but here I am. I'm
2: getting a pocket knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a friend call me. She sounded like a WW drug dealer. She was like, "Give me some of your wellness wins." She was like, "How many?" Do you have She was like, I mean, "Maybe we can combine them and get something really good." I, said, I don't think we can combine our wellness wins. I think, I think what you have is what you have. She's like, "Oh, I just didn't know." <laughs> but the way all. Of a sudden we care
1: if only we could have we all could get this one trip to see oprah who's <laughs> getting
2: that man like that's gonna cost you more than you can can't afford okay <laughs> you might as well just donate them we
1: pull them all together and draw a name out of the hat and yeah no but then we'd all candace has cancer and so we'd all go no candace you go do it <laughs>
2: yeah. and i would i'd be like okay <laughs> okay that's okay I understand I agree I you think. whip I off your one. cap and be like Look, oh, I I will, my hair. oh I will milk it I'll be like do you want to see what it's done to me and then I'll get like really I'll make sure I sound really faint and be like it's just my been my dream my only dream in life <laughs> <laughs> only dream. don't tempt me I will
1: and then, and then Oprah will warn Oprah ahead of time she's like yeah. the only thing that would make her even more happy would be Mariah Carey to come out and sing
2: <laughs> oh my for. gosh
0: and boys to men,
2: yeah. Oh, and boys to men. Oh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Don't, don't, don't get me started. <laughs> nope. Look, we have to end this,
1: Erin. We're done. We're <laughs> done. Thank you for journeying along with us. And we hope that gave you some, some maybe insight into us. You know, that when we think about our WW journey, it is not always a straight line down, that it's a lot of hills, it's a lot of valleys, and sometimes it might be a straight line for a while a parallel line but the important thing is is to uh we're undoing a lot of years of um you know bad thoughts frankly sometimes there's a lot of work that goes along with it's not just losing weight that's why ww invests in the pillars especially the mindset pillar so Mm -hmm. give yourself some love give yourself some grace you are one hundred percent worth all of the work that you are doing. Do not get tired of doing it. It's okay to rest a little while, but don't count yourself out of the game. And uh, go feet spend first, your
2: wellness wins, and yeah. go
1: spend those That's wellness amazing. wins. Feet first, and your head will follow. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Yes.